Welcome to the Danger Zone, the terrible infant movies and TV podcast. It's Will. It's Hi. Mike. It's Mike. Hello. Tasha's here. Hello. Um, today we're just going to have fun. We're going to do something silly. It, it's not going to be definitive. It's not going to be expert. And we're just going to talk about our favorite Netflix shows slash movies, what we think are the best, I guess. Like, do we want to do favorite? Do we want to do... Because if we're talking about best, we have to objectively be like, yeah. well, this is why this one is Let's the just best. say our, the ones let's, that we like, right? Let's call yeah. it our favorite Netflix shows. And, I mean, I've got a whole list pulled up. There's so many There's Netflix a lot now. shows as part of the insanity. Well, I remember uh, when they first started doing their originals. The first one e- was House of Cards, Yeah, but right? even then, their goal was to have a new show, original show, every week of the year. So, 52 shows. Well, that was the goal. I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're there. They're probably close. They're almost there, probably for sure. Yeah, they're there's probably a lot of them. close. So, do does anyone want to jump right in? And I mean, I can, but I I want to let other people talk. Of what is your favorite? So I think my the thing that I like the best, and I think is the best show and the best done show on Netflix is Mindhunter. Uh, I it's just so engaging. I, I'm I'm really into like the true crime stuff as well and so that show was really cool i knew a lot of the serial killers and the people that they personally? were personally chronicling yeah. <laughs> and kemper's so, your bff yeah, he's my hero so and uh, just can i just interrupt you for two seconds sure if mike sounds a little more nasal than he yeah. usually does he has a tissue rolled up in each nose because his nose is bleeding for some well, reason it was first one coat. nostril started bleeding <laughs> and then the, the other one started bleeding so yeah he's doing it's all that donald coat. trump diet um <laughs> Jesus, I'd weigh like eight hundred pounds then. <laughs> um, I just really that show was just really interesting to me, and the characters were really cool. It's I like that it's based on reality, even though I know a lot of it's probably you know adapted. So here's a question I have for you: If you know a lot of, so I just finished season one of Mindhunter. Uh-huh. Have you watched Mindhunter? No, but you I okay. Watch so it. I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything for Tasha, but when they're solving those like smaller crimes uh-huh. throughout the show, are those real crimes? Or is that like something they made up for the show while they're doing this serial killer stuff? If I had to guess, I don't know the answer for sure, but if I had to guess, I'm guessing it's just crimes they made up. Yeah. I, The part where they travel from town to town and, and, and lecture, basically, yeah. I'm sure they did do that. Because at the time, this was emerging uh, a new way of thinking of how to solve crimes and hopefully prevent it. And I think it's written into the show to show that these methods actually work. Because they basically go there, and after like talking to a few people, they solve a crime that hasn't been solved in years, right? Uh, maybe they are based on fact. I don't know. Uh, I would guess not, uh, just if I had to guess. But the actual serial killers, Kemper, uh, Jerry Brudos, Dennis Rader, all those are actually real. The, I So I really, really, really enjoyed Mindhunter. There were just a, like... There are a couple things. I'm really nitpicky, I should say, too, about TV stuff. And, like, the smallest thing can irk me so much that I start hating a show. And I don't hate Mindhunter, but, like, in the way that I would hate a show that irks me like that. But it uh, there were a f- just a few things about Mindhunter that made me feel like someone somewhere high up in the decision-making process didn't trust the material enough to just be itself. And we have these like little forays into the personal lives of characters. I'm like, I don't. This yeah. doesn't have anything to do with anything. I don't care. I don't need to By know about this yeah. person's personal life. Like, it's just not. By interesting. far, the most interesting part is when they're speaking with the serial killers or solving or solving case. crimes. Yeah. And it's like that's what this show is about. Yeah. Like, and I understand there's this thing of like, well, we have to know these characters. And and stuff. I'm like, I can know bit. them. 
through this thing that they're doing. I don't yeah. have to see him drinking wine with his girlfriend while she's doing her homework. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And it's like, uh, it's just, to me, overall, I, I'll take the show overall. I think it's great. Uh, so I think Mindhunter, I'm really excited for season two. Uh, when is that? Ever, when is that? Because Mindhunter season one was like fall of 2017. It's going to be a while. I, yeah. I, I think I've read that they only started filming in December. Jeez. January what, 29th? Is it because right David now? Fincher's so busy, or is it because the writing takes forever? Uh, I don't know. How many episodes is the season? 12? 13. 13? Yeah. What about you guys? What's what's another show? I, I have a couple others I can go into. Or I mean, I for me, it's, it's like no question the best Netflix show. It's one of my favorite shows ever, which is Stranger yeah. Things. And to me... I would have never guessed. The reason I would pick... Well, and... <laughs> well, this is interesting. But, I mean, to me, the reason... Like, because I was thinking about this when we decided... And I just rewatched Stranger Things, actually, twice. Because I rewatched it on my own. And then I found out, you know, over the holidays, my, my mother-in-law had never seen it. And she was like, what's Stranger Things? And I was like, let's watch, watch it. it. So yeah. I, I, I've seen it, like, two, really almost show, three yeah. times, like, within the past couple months. Mm-hmm. But... It, it the thing that distinguishes it really to me I mean I really love that show and like obviously I, I was born in 1983 which is the first season of the show takes place in 1983 it's like I see lots of stuff from my childhood and stuff like that and the way they evoke that time and like a lot of the movies they're pulling on are movies that I saw as a yeah. kid but um, it, it, it that show more than any other TV show I think maybe that I've ever seen except for maybe like um, what's the David Lynch show Twin Peaks, Peaks has like a complete aesthetic where like the look of the show the writing of the show, the characters, the music, like every single thing works and was obviously deliberately conceived to be that way. Yeah. And I can't think of any other... Sh- it's om- It really is like a movie that was from the mind of a single person. Um, and obviously because the, the, the creators are brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can see... Like I was reading about their pitch to Netflix and they, um, they had like a graphic artist do that font... So that and and they pitched each episode as a chapter, and they had a book that people could look through that had like costumes from the era, and like the whole thing was conceived of as they brought it in. Did they pitch it to a bunch of places? A bunch got of places, past, like yeah. everywhere until Netflix finally like took a chance. Those on it. The, so they got passed on. I was reading this as I was reading about the show. Like they were up for a lot of big movies to be the directors because they did a uh, like a really low budget like horror thriller type movie i think is kind of well regarded like in the industry mm-hmm. even though it didn't really do like much business uh-huh. um and so they got a lot of meetings and they got passed on like they were like second or third runner up for a bunch of really big like franchises and stuff mm-hmm. and now everyone wants them but they're like well why would we do that when we were they're, doing our they're own hope, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah they have total control of that show yeah. now yeah but I mean, I just, and I just love that. Like, there's so much. I know this is maybe this will sound weird to you knowing me, but <laughs> there's so much heart to that show, and that's why. Like, I really love those characters, and I love the fact that the show has this. It well, and I guess I should I should say that it has like a lot of earnestness, and there's a lot of like compassion, and humanity to it. But it also is very dark, and it almost like uh, like Spielberg is the name that comes up a lot. I think when people talk about that show, I think more of Guillermo del Toro. Because it's dark and it's violent, and you have like children in peril, life. and you have these yeah. monsters. But then it's also about these kids trying, like who aren't jaded yet, like who really believe in something. And it's like one of the one of the few shows with kids in it where like 
the kid actors are actually good. They're and really I like good. Because yeah. usually when there's a kid in a show, I'm like, God damn, I have to watch and listen to this whiny kid so we can get back to the actual story. Like, this one's, they're the main character. I mean, the girl, like, like, when I... I think they're the really good. first episode of that show, she's I really turned good. to my wife and I was like, that girl who plays Eleven is, like, one of the best fucking actors I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. But in, big, in the second really season... Big. The kid, so the kid Will is like the the whole first season pivots around him, mm-hmm. but he's barely in it. Right. So it's like, did they know that he would be the one of the main characters in season two? Because he's amazing in season two, yeah. and you almost have to wonder of like, did they cast him for season one knowing that he would have a huge role in the future, yeah. or did they just get really lucky and that kid is just like, a really right, good actor? Give him yeah. some more to do. But I mean. W- Jim Hopper is amazing. I mean, Paul Reiser and Sean Ashton are both in they season have, two. They're like, smart because they're bringing in, they have the whole 80s nostalgia thing behind them. So it's like, let's bring in good actors who also invoke that. So well, what's Sean interesting Astin though about Paul Reiser, I, Sean Astin and Winona Ryder sent in an audition tape. And they were going through the audition tapes for that part. And his came on, and they were like, is this a joke? Like, Sean Astin doesn't audition for stuff, does he? And they're like, he does. Uh, <laughs> and they were well, just like, well, obviously, we're going to have to. Let's get him. Right? Yeah. Like a huge 80 star. Um, and a good actor. Well, yeah, I mean, he's an amazing actor. Yeah. And Paul Reiser is a really fantastic actor, yeah. too. Um, do you yeah. have a... I would say, so this actually started off as a Lifetime show, and then... Ooh, I know what you're going to say. It was then made a Netflix original, You. Yeah. Has anyone watched that show? I have not watched Wait, that Wait, is that show. the one with uh, Gossip Girl? Yeah. Everyone calls him Gossip Girl. Dan Humphrey. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's such a good show, and I think that it's perfect for Netflix, because... If I if I had watched it on Lifetime, I would not have watched it, because it was just kind of would, like... Would it be too tame, or...? It's, no, it's just... It's not a... It's poorly written. It's like bad good. And it's like one of those shows where like if you had a week to week to think uh, about it in between, like, you'd be like, oh no, this, this is, is terrible. Yeah. Like what's going on? But, you, like, but because it's like, because like you only have like five seconds between the, when the next episode comes on, you're like, I just got to keep watching. And so that's why this show is <laughs> so good. I know. It's like, do you want to get just like, yeah, yeah, I, have it's to. like I don't know. I, I, I haven't left the couch in eight hours, but I guess I'll watch some more. I'm already a fat bastard. Might as well. <laughs> Like, yeah, I feel like that show fits the perfect, like, Netflix formula of, like, you just gotta just keep watching until the end. And then once you, well, like, I remember just, like, watching the show and being, like, telling all my friends, like, oh, this is so good, this is so good. And then getting to the end and, like, really thinking about it and being like, okay, that is not, (laughs) this is not plausible at all. There's so many times where I'll, like, watch a show and I'll be like, eh, and, like, you really shouldn't continue if, like, you don't really care about the show. But, like, well, it's only, like, another 28 minutes. And, like, there's, like, four more episodes. I'll finish this two seasons and yeah. and then call it a weekend. And it's like, god damn, Netflix, you just, like, took 18 hours god of my me. life. Well, that's why I like, so, a show that Mike and I both really like that has really short seasons is Castlevania. Yeah, that's Isn't great. Isn't the first season, like, four episodes? The first season, I think, was just done to kind of show, like, here's what it can be, kind of like an origin story almost. And then the second season was eight episodes, and I think the third season is going to be eight or ten episodes as well. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously people who play the game are going to like it. They do but, a lot of it. Doesn't, Netflix does a lot of anime. Yeah, right? they do. But um, that show I mean, it's a big is, market. That, that's a great show. Like it's, it's violent and bloody. There are moments of humor in it. Uh, the animation's cool. The story's it's fun. It's really gothic. I really like got, the ambiance of that yeah, show. It's yeah, it's good. like very. Uh, um, it reminds me almost of uh, 
Bram Stoker's Dracula. It reminds me a the, lot of that, The yeah. Coppola movie. But it has that, like, evil... It's not like... Like, I find that a lot of shows that try to be dark do it in a way that's not convincing. Yeah. And that show is like... And it's weird because it's an animated show. So when I first started watching it, I was like, eh, I don't know. But Mike was like, oh, you should watch this. You'll like it. But it's really evil. It's very evil. And I, the, the, the games are pretty evil, too. And it's like... It's basically a fictional family who like hunt monsters and vampires, and this in the show, it's one guy from that family. He's the last of that line, and he's sort of this like jaded dude who kind of like gets talked into helping people and like saving people. Um, but yeah, it is evil. There's just a lot of like murder and a lot of blood, and it's dark setting, and it's like at night, and it's like. It opens with, like, Dracula, and you kind of... It's like, in the beginning, you almost feel bad for the bad guy, like, for Dracula, so... Yeah, it's, it's really well done. Well, like, the setup well is really good, yeah. Um, so, a show I like a lot, um, and I was actually just watching it recently for for various reasons, was Glow. For um, various reasons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm on my couch. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm working on a pilot, so <laughs> I'm watching something about wrestling, because that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big wrestling fan, and I'd actually seen the documentary about Glow that's on Netflix about the actual organization that was around in the 80s and early 90s. And so, at first, I didn't think I'd like the show, but like, it's really fun. And it's just, it's another one of those like quick watches where it's like you sit down and then you've watched half the season, and you're like, well, I'm not going to stop now. I'm going to finish Did it you, all. Have you seen Glow? No. It's yeah. a fun show. So I wanted to watch Glow. And so this is That's my, how I was for the longest time, and then thing. I finally bit the my, So my wife is a teacher, right? And teachers basically work from when they get up until they go to bed because students and parents are calling them and emailing them, and they're grading stuff and they're lesson planning, and it's just like a lot of busy work, right? So what she'll do in the evening once our kid has gone to bed is she puts TV on, and then she just works. She, like, grades papers, she grades assignments, she lesson plans, whatever. The TV's just kind of on in the background. So a lot of times what will happen is I'll see a show, like, on Netflix, right? I'll be like, oh, I, I want to watch that. And I'll come home or whatever. She, she's halfway through, like, the yeah. fifth season or something. And I'm like, okay, well, there goes that idea. Mom, so Glo- Glow was one of those where I was like, hey, do you want to watch Glow? And she's like, oh, I heard That's a very <laughs> easy show it. to have on in the background. Um, but, yeah. But so... A show that I want to mention just because I don't think it's like the greatest show in the history of the world, but it doesn't get talked about a lot, uh, and I really loved it, is uh, Sensate, which I've talked about on this podcast before. Yeah. I think when Jim was here and he was just looking at me like I was insane. Have you seen Sensate? No, but I've heard about it. Her there's epic orgy. Yeah, there's multiple orgies. It's just completely insane. I really like the Wachowskis, and one of the things I like about the Wachowskis is the insanity of their material. Like, a lot of people like the first Matrix movie, and they're like, well, they went off the rails after that. But to me, it's like, oh, let's keep going off the rails. Like, let's go even further off the rails. <laughs> uh, but, so, Sensate is I'm about, one of those people. like, these, uh, I think they're called cells or families or groups or something. It's like these people who are psychically connected to one another. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they, so they can use each, they can go into each other's minds and, like, use each other's skills to do stuff. So the central group that we're watching, there's like a computer hacker, there's a martial artist, there's an actor, right? So he's really good at like talking to people and getting his way out of situations and things like that. 
Um, the one that Mike thought was really funny is there's a bus driver. Uh, but easily, if you need a getaway driver or whatever, yeah. right. It's just funny. There's all there's actors and there's, there's smart a people and a hacker and a thief. And there's like, oh, I'm a bus driver. <laughs> They're like, okay, why are you even in this group? Get well, out. but he also ends up in the in the second season. He becomes a, like a successful local politician. So he's like very charismatic and like whatever. But he is a bus driver. Yeah. So, but it's just totally nuts. And like there are, there's lots of sex. There's lots of, there's orgy stuff. There's... It's just, it's kind of hard to describe because there's like eight protagonists and in each of their stories, there are other characters and there's a cop. One of them is a cop too. And like some of them are having romances with each other, but they're like sort of siblings and it's like, it's just insane. But anyway, so, and I just, I appreciate the fact that Netflix, I mean, that show's budget was like eight million an episode or something. That's a big budget. I think that's just one of the reasons like they just couldn't just. And that's, but the the thing that I really like about the Wachowskis is that if you, even going back to the Matrix, like the, the only central character in the main group in the Matrix that is a white man is the one who betrays them. Mm. Right. And all of their material is about creating this like world in which you just start erasing the boundaries of, like, sexuality, gender, race, ethnicity. Like, in Sensate, there's, like, an Indian woman, there's a German guy, there's a, a guy who lives in Africa, and, like, they're all the same person, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so their identities don't matter anymore. And, they st- and, like, there's one who's trans, and by being, like, connected in the head to her, the sexuality of some of the other ones starts changing, and it's, it's this very, like, pro... Uh, almost like a, a humanist message to the extreme that we're all just humans and not, nothing else matters. Uh, but And I really love that about the fact that in like these gonzo sci-fi shows, that message is really important. Yeah. So it actually kind of reminds me, we have a friend named Albert, I have to tell you this or else this won't make any sense uh-huh. to you, but he writes kind of like crazy sci-fi yeah. stuff and it kind of reminds me of something that he might write. Oh, interesting. Um, I have to check it out. Yeah, so Netflix comedies, we're talking mostly about like just well, yeah. sci-fi and I was going to say, we stuff. were talking about Castlevania, so... Another animated show that I like on Netflix is uh, F is for Family. And if oh, anyone's yeah. familiar with Bill Burr, the Bill comedian, Burr show, right? it's yeah. his show. And it's just kind of, I think, loosely based on him growing up in the 70s and probably, I, I think it's in Boston. or He's from or Boston. Yeah, from yeah, that so. area, from New England area. Um, it's just, I mean, if you don't like his stand-up and his brand of humor, you obviously hate the show. Uh, it's very, it's offensive, it's like rude. He's basically yelling for 20 minutes in every episode. Well, that's what he does in the stand-up, too, stand-up. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's really funny, and there's some really funny moments in it, uh, but I can see how some people wouldn't like it. It, it just finished season three, and it, it got renewed for another one, so they'll be coming back for four, four seasons. So that's pretty successful in terms of a Netflix show, because there hasn't been a ton of Netflix shows that have gone past, what, like five or six seasons? I think uh, that's House of kind Cards of, did House five, of, right? House of Cards yeah. did five, and... Uh, Orange is the New Black, I think, is what, five six. or six? Well, so do you guys six. like that show? Orange is the New Black? I yeah. watch it. I love it. Talk there about you go. it. Talk go about it. Um, I love the show. I, I mean, I think the first three seasons, first season great, second season great, third season sucked, fourth season I liked, and fifth season I liked. I know there was controversy around the fourth season with the way it ended. Did you guys watch it? I don't watch so any I won't of it. spoil it. Um, I honestly don't mind if you spoil it. I, I also don't, don't mind if you spoil it. <laughs> I watched, I think, the first season, or like the first half of the first season. Okay. I think it was really good. I think especially for the time it was one of the first like Netflix originals. I think like House yeah, of Cards. Yeah, it was Cards. pretty early on, right? Yeah, yeah, and then this, and it was, again, like, you know, we talk what I like is like female-led stuff, and it was very interesting because it was like, 
it towed the line between comedy and drama. There was a lot of dramatic moments because obviously it's about these women in prison, but then it became more comedic. It's like and, dramedy. Yeah. It, it's like when I think of when, because I think like dramedy is a fairly, not like recent, recent, but like a fairly recent-ish term. And when anyone ever says dramedy, I always think of that show first, even though I haven't seen it. So like, it does it they really well. They definitely got that going for them. Um, and what's also interesting about that show that I wonder, it, it it's a show it can get away with more. I think I think obviously like Netflix shows can get away with more because one, it's on like a streaming service, so they're they not held to. They, want, they can do whatever right? they yeah. want, and do because they give themselves ratings? They they do because the shows are rated they make, TVMA or TV. But they assign them themselves. I think so. Okay. Um, I think it's just like if you have kids, if you're like, well, I don't want. Yeah, I guess they'll be that. like, don't watch. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is something that you wouldn't see on a show that is kind of like week to week is that like basically like the the main character in Orange Is the New Black is like the worst uh-huh. character. Um, is that the woman who goes to prison? Yeah, or? and it's like not on purpose. Like she like. They just didn't do a good job with her character. And it's one of those things that, like, you can tell that people, they heard that. And so as the seasons go on, she is, like, less and less. I feel like there was one episode where she wasn't even in it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be centered around her experiences right. about this. But I think you can you can definitely get away with that, like, on a Netflix show, which you wouldn't be able to get away wasn't with. She, was she only in prison for, like, two years? For, it's based in on real, real life, woman, right? yeah, yeah. In real life, she was only in prison for, like, yeah, like, a couple she of years. She was in the show And I don't think she was, like... I, I guess the crimes were similar, but I don't think it's like the obviously okay. like the exact same. Is Jason thing. Biggs still in it? No, he's done second season. Okay, yeah, Damn. Uh, but it's yeah, it's it's a really really good show. So a quick hitting show. We were talking about Count again. Uh, a show I didn't think I would like. Uh, Disenchantment or Disenchant? Uh, I forget what. It, yeah, Disenchantment. It's the one. Uh, oh, it's that Grainy. Yeah, Simpsons. Simpsons yeah. And I was like, eh, I'll give it a shot because I used to love The Simpsons like way back in the day, like twenty years ago, whatever. Uh, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. Maybe they can, like, you know, ramp it up a bit on, on a streaming service. And they, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, don't, won't really talk about it too much, but, like, if you just want a quick 10-episode well, funny it, thing, it's, it's pretty it funny. Yeah. You're endorsing it. And the other show, another comedy on Netflix that I really like that I, I think I've told you before is... Uh, it's called Norseman. Is it the Viking one? It's the yeah. Viking one. Oh, it's a comedy? It's a, it's a comedy. It's, well, there's yeah. like three Viking shows on this. Yeah. Oh. So this is Norseman, and it's a, uh, I think it's a Norwegian production, mm. and I think they yeah, filmed it. Yeah, I think I saw up. Morton in the background. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Just like It's, it's basically uh, Vikings, but a comedy, and it's funny because there are like very gory moments in it, like when they're fighting and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's solely a comedy. It's like completely, it's like a farce. It's like a completely ridiculous... Like I the, saw you showed me a couple scenes and I thought they were it's hilarious. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Like in the beginning, they're doing this thing where they take all the old people out out of town because they're useless in society, mm-hmm. and they have to jump off a cliff. And like they're like, you know what? I, and like one guy does it, and all the other old people look down. They're like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> and he's like, Come on, guys, you have to do it. And they're like, Ah, and they just leave. And it's like it's so That's ridiculous. Um, so like I didn't think I would like it, but. Just start watching. I'm like, this is pretty funny. It's also like a that's a to me that's like the perfect idea for like the using the streaming platform to like I bet it would be really hard to go to like Fox and be like you have to spend all this money making a Viking show with the costumes and the locations and shit, but it's a sitcom. Yeah, there's like, not as much like what? warfare and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but with net, well, I mean, it, obviously it's different because it's a Norwegian production, but like. On a platform like Netflix, you're like, if you can get people to just start watching it, 
Then you keep yeah. watching things. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and it does, it's so it, short it, too. That show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like a twenty-five minute episode. And I think there's ten of them or eight of them or whatever. Yeah, and you can kind of breeze through and like, like you start liking the characters. And it was hard for me because the main character in like the first or second episode, uh, I think in the first episode he's like, they're having a feast after like a successful raid. And he's like talking to this farmer, and everyone's like cheering him on, and and they're like they're like go for it, go for it. And I was like, all right, he's gonna ask somebody out or something. So he goes up to this farmer. He's like he's like I really like your farm and your land, I want it. And they're like I challenge you to a duel. He's like what? And like he's a little tiny guy, and he's <laughs> the main character's like three hundred pounds. He's like yeah, we're gonna fight. I'm gonna take your farm and your wife. And I'm like uh. And then, and then, like, the whole episode is this guy, like, coming up with ways that he can kill him. He gets, like, this magic poison and all this stick. And then they do the fight, and he's, like, ready to go. And he, like, and the fight is, like, two seconds, and he just gets cut in half, literally. And the guy takes his farm and his wife, and the wife doesn't care. Mike's and it's so, so happy right now. Because that's what Mike wants to happen to him. Yeah, he yeah. wishes he was a Viking, and he could just take someone's farm. <laughs> and wife, happy. yeah, because based on just, like, that farmer without a wife or a farm. <laughs> Just, we should just end on that. <laughs> um, I think another show. Wait, no, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Oh, I was going to ask, have you guys watched American Vandal? Is that the penis one? Yes. Yeah, my parents it's, told me about that, actually. Your parents? They, yeah, they said it was hilarious. It's so <laughs> good. It's like, it's very good because it's dark comedy, which I really like. it got canceled. Huh? It got canceled. It got, can- it got canceled because it was produced by a company... That Netflix is like no longer working with. It was that like a weird. Sense. That's like the whole thing with the with the Marvel shows now. Yeah, because they're like it's weird, um, but yeah, it's just like really good dark comedy and like if you guys have seen like Making a Murderer or like these true crime shows, it just plays on that aspect. And but, but it's about people who draw penises on cars. So yeah, so basically it's like so like with Making a, a Murderer was like did this guy yeah. kill this person yeah. with cereal? It was like did this guy kill this person? So. Um, American Vandal is like, did this kid draw these dicks on a car? And at first, it sounds so stupid. It sounds like a very sounds hilarious. It like sounds like such a like crazy like premise, but then you watch it and it's like obviously hilarious. And then two, like you really get sucked in. You're like, I gotta find out who drew these dicks on the car. Like I just gotta know (laughs) by the end of it. Such a good. I definitely. I saw one of those cars. Oh, driving the, around LA, the, the dick cars. The yeah, <laughs> it's like a. That's actually thing. really smart marketing. Yeah. yeah, those true crime documentaries do really well on Netflix. People they get talked a nuts lot. For those. Yeah. Did you guys oh, watch like Making a Murderer? Oh my god, yeah. I didn't need First to watch season. Making a Murderer because when that show came out, I was working at like an animal rehab clinic, uh-huh. and so like we would do like physical therapy for like animals who had, had surgery or were injured or whatever, and uh, a lot of the times the people who came in with the dogs would stay and like talk to us while we were doing the stuff and I heard the entire plot of that show about uh, 500 times yeah. from people who were watching it and because the physical therapist watched it I was like the physical therapist assistant uh, so then they would be talking about it and I would just be like all the time you're yeah. like alright show that's funny and uh, we mentioned the Marvel shows I don't want to talk about all of them I'll just talk about my favorite oh I is, know what it is it's the Punisher Jessica Jones oh, oh yeah right. uh I'm a huge fan of the Punisher comic books and the Punisher character. Uh, and John Bernthal's a really good actor, and I like him in a lot of uh, the shows and the movies he's in. So like, when he first appeared in Daredevil Season 2, it was really cool. That is... It's so good. His arc in Daredevil is amazing. I really like Daredevil, but that... that It's so good. That arc... Yeah. Once he leaves in Season 2, kind of was like, eh. It's so good because in, in Daredevil, he's not really the good guy, right? 
he's kind of just a psycho killing people. He's kind of like he's not killing good people, but he's not like he's like a manifestation of wrath. Yeah, basically. he's just yeah, angry at everything. And uh, uh, and I just finished watching the second season, which unfortunately will probably be the last. Uh, and it's really good because it's like it's still the Punisher and, and Frank Castle, but it's almost like they take him out of the MC, like, all that stuff, and kind of put him in this other story. And it's almost like a standalone story that's, like, well, a season But long. it's also, like, what would they... Would the character like Punisher? They're just going to have him, like, show up and start blowing Hawkeye away or something? Like, he yeah. can't exist he can't. in that universe. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And he can't even really exist in the, the TV universe either because none of the other ones, uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, they really want to kill people. And Daredevil's pretty violent. He's violent, yeah. but he's but not he going to kill people. Yeah. And Punisher, that's his first inclination. Well, so it's like, like how did they get along? Yeah, but she's not a hero, right? right? In that, so so I really like the Punisher mainly because John Bernthal is really good at it. The stories feel awesome, and uh, I love really Punisher fun. and Daredevil, and I really liked and Daredevil. I didn't expect to like, and I really liked it. What I think is interesting about Daredevil is it's a martial arts show, right? Because Daredevil does martial arts, yeah. right? But it has the aesthetic of like South Korean movies, and I've, I've I've read interviews with the show creator, and he talks a lot about South Korean movies, and he loves South Korean movies, and so stuff like um, Old Boy, I Saw the Devil, uh, so good, The Wailing, like those, I love those movies. Um, but those movies typically don't have martial arts in them. So to, and I love martial arts movies. So to combine a martial arts thing with that aesthetic, I'm like, oh, I'm sold. Okay, I don't even care what this is about. Like, yeah. I, but the the Punisher's arc in that show is amazing. Um, and then I, saw, I watched like one episode of Luke Cage, and I wanted to love Luke Cage. And the, so the guy who was the the head writer, the showrunner, or whatever, creator of Luke Cage, the screenwriter they hired also wrote the Notorious B.I.G. movie, which has a terrible screenplay. Mm. And I'm like, why don't people keep hiring this guy? Like, it's just bad writing. And, like, I, I, I was, like, the premise of Luke Cage is amazing. And the right. setup of it, and I actually used to live in Harlem, so I was like, this is, I'm really excited about this. And my wife taught in Harlem, and, like, we were there for a while. And, and uh, I, it was just, like... The problem, I think, with that universe is, like, in the end... They're Daredevil, all the same yeah, they're all the same character, and Daredevil came first, and he's better than Jessica Jones or Luke Cage or Iron Fist. First but season of Jessica Jones is really good. It's good, but they're the same character. That's why Punisher stands out because he's different. Now, if like if they made Luke Cage like also kill people, but have like these like moral dilemmas, if like they gave him something different, but they're all like the same. For That's, me, I just feel like if the writing on Luke well, Cage, because Maharshala Ali, Ali, he's really good. Is they it have, it, right? They have a, and, they have a really yeah. good cast. Um, I mean, I watched both seasons of Luke Cage, and I liked it enough, but it wasn't, I didn't like it as much as Daredevil, I didn't like it as much as Punisher, uh, I I quit on Iron Fist. Uh, I've seen some of just. I saw a clip from Iron Fist. Someone was I don't remember who this was, but someone one of my friends was like, "Have you seen Iron Fist?" And I was like, "No, why?" And he's like, "Cause it's so bad, you can't believe how bad it is." Oh, I was gonna talk about that as my favorite. I loved uh, it. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they sent me a, this clip, and I was like, this, this can't be real. Like, this has to be an SNL thing. Yeah. Like, what is happening right now? It was horrible. It was, like, so horrible. I heard it was really, really bad. Like... it's The problem with Iron Fist, I think, is not... I mean, Iron Fist kind of sucks, and his power is that he can do kung fu and punch stuff. It's like, cool, like, so can uh, Bruce Lee. But, <laughs> like, the people, like... 
Daredevil's cool, and the characters around him are interesting and, and awesome. Yeah, the Vincent D'Onofrio... What's his name? Vincent D'Onofrio? He plays Bullseye, right? No, he plays Kingpin. Who Who's Bullseye? In the third season. Oh, I didn't see the third I didn't season. See the third season. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just got uh, the, the villains confused. Whatever. The villain that he plays is really good. Good villain, but Colin also... Farrell is Bullseye. But also Karen <laughs> Page is fun, and... Uh, she's the lawyer, right? She's the lawyer, yeah. and uh, Foggy Nelson's good. Like, there's characters around him, and there's like... The, the story around him was good, and Iron Fist is like, yeah. Just sucks. Yeah. So what about, can I just mention this, and maybe you guys will hate Go it when we can it. move on, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, I love that show. Is I it was good? reading the script on the way here. Is, were you yeah. really? Yeah. I like that show a lot. I never watched it's it. just fun. It's weird. It's yeah. weird and fun. Titus, Titus is amazing. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. It's car. <laughs> what's the thing where he's a wolf? Oh, yeah. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> It's just so silly. Yeah, that show's There's, really fun. I know one show that me and you like that we haven't mentioned that maybe you want to talk about. The Jason Bateman in it. Arrested Development? Ozark. Uh, Ozark. Oh, Ozark. Because I was going to say the Netflix seasons of Arrested Development are not the ones anyone would mention. They're talking about <laughs> like show. I Those gave up. Bad. I couldn't get through it. But um, Ozark's really good. I loved the first season of Ozark. I liked the second season, but it... What I loved about the first season of Ozark is so uh, I have to before going into this say that I lived in Vermont for a, a while and uh, and then I lived in Massachusetts both in rural places right so I didn't live in like Boston I lived in Western Massachusetts um, and you you very rarely get TV shows or uh, movies of like high profile obviously they're independent filmmakers in these places right but like high profile shows or movies that are about rural places places with a lot of I'm, poverty is not quite the right word because I feel like, yes, these people are poor, but poverty, I think, is more intense when it's relative. So, like, if you're poor in New York City, you're a lot more poor than you are if you're poor in, like, the Ozarks, I think. Right. But these people are poor, basically, mm-hmm. right? And they live in trailers. And, like, you very rarely get those types of things that are not condescending. Either condescending or romanticizing, right? Because when they romanticize, it's like everyone's happy, and it's like, no, they're not. It's right. not that fun to live in those places. But then you get the ones where you're like, this is hell, and it's like, no, it's really not, right? It's like, it's all of these things at right. once. And I think Ozark did a really good job of being very, like, almost objective and clear-eyed and honest about what it's like to live in these places. And and the a lot of the the tension of the show comes from the fact that they're in this place. Whereas in season two, they move into the whole thing with the casino and the Kansas City mob comes into it. And to me, that is less interesting than like the rural aspect of it. But I didn't think the second season was bad at all. Um, the, yeah. the thing that drove me nuts, and I think Mike agrees with me on this maybe, about have you seen season one of Ozark? No. Are you interested in seeing season I am, one? Okay. But you can spoil that. I don't no, care. well, I, I'll, I'll try to say this in such a way where there's no spoiler. But essentially what happens is there's a confrontation between a guy who's pretty high up in like a big drug cartel uh-huh. and uh, these yeah, two I know what you're gonna two redneck local drug dealers and they're basically meeting on even terms right like they're in the house of the local drug dealers the guy from the Mexican cartel only has like two guards with him he agrees to surrender his weapons I'm like if you have ever read anything about a Mexican cartel like they don't show up with no weapons and have fucking negotiation with you. Uh, like, it's just absurd. And that scene and the consequences of that scene are so clearly designed to create drama create and extend characters. these characters yeah. and their relationships that it felt so false to me that I was like angry about it. 
Wow. And that's in the first season? Of the... It's the end of the first season. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what Mexican cartels no. do. Like, they show up and they burn your fucking house down and, and they and cut the, your head uh, off. Like, it, they don't come and have a meeting with you. And what's, like, really we- <laughs> what's really weird about how, that, how they chose to end that is throughout most of the, the first half or first three quarters of the season... The, it's an ominous threat that like the cartel's out there, right? And also, no one really wanted to like really mess with Marty because they know who's back, which him, is the right? Jason Bateman character. Yeah, right. Everyone's Jason. afraid of doing so, like, anything there because they know because the they know who's back him. So if you're afraid of doing something to him, why would you do it to them directly, That's right? So stupid. Which didn't make a lot of sense. Oh, I should qualify. Actually, I keep saying Mexican cartel because it is a Mexican cartel, but I think any cartel. Be it like the Russian mafia, really the Caribbean cartel. Any massive yeah. criminal organization doesn't come to a local drug dealer's house and have a talk. Even if you have, you know, like 15, 20 local guys around you, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? You're not going to stop a billion dollar organization. But I just, I, I did really, I mean, I like Jason Bateman a lot, and I have like long insisted that he's not just a good comedian, he's a very good actor. And so, like, to see a show like this is really yeah. nice for me. Like, you get to see him in that kind of role. And I, the thing that, one of the things I really like about Jason Bateman is that I can, not as, I've actually, I was, like, sort of met him. I went to an event that he was at. He's, like, extremely friendly. Um, but as an actor, the way that he is in, in Arrested Development, for instance, I could see him being really good at playing a sociopath. Yeah. And the character of Marty is like borderline something is going on there where he doesn't have a lot of feelings for people. He's really just about like information and success. Yeah. Um, There's some. Well, and in the case for the kids, obviously. Yeah, the guest, he plays like a sociopath. Yeah. And he's just very good at that. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I was going to say Black Mirror is another one. Did you guys do um, Bandersnatch? I I haven't. Did you? Yes. Did you like it? I wouldn't do it again. I did it once, and I was like, okay, this is enough. I did, like, I did it once, like, on my own, like, doing the, cho- it's like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of which thing. Which they're getting sued for now. Yep. Oh, by the choose-your-own-adventure people, which right. I didn't know you could, like, trademark. How- well, so, the story is, and I don't want to take you off your, your talk here, but the, so basically, the choose-your-own-adventure is a concept created by one publishing company, uh-huh. and they're based in Vermont, actually, funnily enough, uh-huh. and Netflix approached them about doing a choose-your-own-adventure movie. And then just went and did it without them, without telling See? them. Oh. And the co- the, tri- the, f- the phrase, choose your own adventure, is copyrighted, and they use that in the movie. Oh. So Someone actually says, choose your own adventure. So they, they, a lot of people are like being like, you can't sue them, whatever, but like they, like on paper, objectively speaking, as legal, legal. documents, they have a pretty good case yeah. for like, you took our idea. Just yeah. call it an interactive movie. It's like, really I stupid. Of Netflix. The, the two dumb things, from my perspective, that Netflix did was meet those people in the people first in the place. Because yeah, just... then they have on paper. Yeah. That lays down your, 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 your all the evidence. <laughs> but, so was it good? Um, it was fun the first time around. Like I said, I wouldn't have done it again just because it's kind of good. You, did you do it and do all the choices so you could see every ending? So I did it the first time just like on my own. And then the second time I had like a cheat sheet that was like, if you choose this and this one, uh, okay. you choose this. It's like a video game. Yeah. 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 But like none of the, all the endings are bleak is what you eventually kind of find out. The Spoiler problem is alert. if you need a cheat sheet, then it's probably not that good, right? Because if, if you really liked it, then you'd you would want to go, go do it again. Them, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Along those lines, that so I really liked Black Mirror Bandersnatch, and I'm really excited for this next season of Black Mirror. The first episode of Black Mirror. Of the very first yes. season? 
is um, I... the one with the pig. Yes. Oh, he's gonna. And the pig I there. saw that episode. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. So the premise is the who gets kidnapped is like a, a royal or like yeah the princess. A princess gets kidnapped, and the demand that comes in, in England, so it's like, and it's they have a very short amount of time right, right. before that, and the demand is the prime minister has to fuck a pig on live TV, <laughs> and. I, I mean, you guys know I have like a kind of a sick sense of humor. And I was like, wait, this is amazing. What is happening right now? And it has like the tone of a David Fincher movie, but it's about someone fucking, fucking a pig. It's pig. so good. It's so good. Um, and I watched a, I watched the episode um, with the guy who's on the exercise bike. Uh, oh, with um, David. The, yeah. Yeah, I know which one you're talking Kaluga? about. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I forgot what it's called. And then I watched the one with Bryce Dallas Howard. Nosedive. Which I That's really a liked. good one. Yeah, but I haven't. It's uh, anthology series are hard for me because I'm like, same, it's yeah. almost the same length as a movie, and I'd rather just watch a movie. Yeah, because it's kind of. I don't know, but um, it's tough for me as well. Which, but that's not a knock against Black Mirror. I really liked all the episodes I saw. I will mention one show that was it didn't start on Netflix, but Netflix kind of saved it. Is it more girls? No, and they had like three, uh, like three seasons on Netflix. Is a uh, and a lot of people probably don't know about it, is Longmire, which is oh, based right. on a series. Of, this, yeah. It's based on a series of books, um, and it's basically about this sheriff in Montana and and Wyoming. I think I think Montana. I can't remember where Montana or Wyoming, somewhere up there. And it's about him, like in this town, and he lives like next to an Indian reservation. The reason I really liked it is like the characters are really good, and it's like it's like a good crime procedural show without feeling like a generic cop show, you know? Um, Is it on IFC now? No, it's done. Oh, okay. It finished. It started on A&E, and then they uh-huh. decided we don't want to do any scripted shows, and mm-hmm. Netflix saved it, because it had good... Like, it had always had good numbers and good ratings, but it wasn't the right demographic. It was an older, skewed demographic, and I think for Netflix, that's not as important as people watching a show. So if you if you kind of like a procedural type show that has individual episodes but a but a season long arc as well each season, that's a good show to watch. Did you guys watch Bird Box? I did no. not. Oh, that's another good one. Or did you guys have you guys seen The Haunting of Hill House? I, I still that's on so, my list, but I still have someone not I work it. with was she really likes horror and stuff like mm-hmm. that and. Uh, we were talking about. I asked her if she had seen The Apostle. You know that movie um, with, uh, with Denzel Washington. No, who's in that? What's his name? Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. It's directed by the guy who did The Raid. So he's a Welsh guy who did Indonesian martial arts movies. Mm. And then this is his. I think his first English oh, language yeah. feature. Um, but it's it's a it's really strange. You might actually like it. It's about, we watched it together. I kind of yeah, liked it. It's very strange, and it's about this guy. Who goes to this island off the coast of Scotland or somewhere so Ireland to find his sister? Because his sister has disappeared. His dad has sent him there, and it's just mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like. Have you seen The Wicker Man? I've heard about it's it. Like With weird, weird Dickles shit Cage? happening. Well, that's, well, the, that's remake. the remake. Oh. There's one from the seventies, but um, what were we talking about? The Haunting of Hill House. So I was asking this coworker, my knowledge, you see Apostle, and she's like, "Oh my god, shut up about that movie." Go watch Haunting of Hill House. She's like, it's the best thing I've ever seen. Then the next day, she's like, oh my god, I finished Haunting of Hill House last night. She's like, the last ten minutes or whatever ruined the whole thing Jeez. for me. 
Interesting. Did you end up watching it? No, but she told me what happened. Oh, because like yeah. the la- I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of um. Maybe it's the last episode, like the end. Of the it. end yeah. of it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, what is it called? Like differing opinions on like the last episode. I think a lot of people don't like the way it ended because it's not a typical horror ending kind of thing in terms of like where everything is supposed to be like very nihilistic. Like this it turns is- into an orgy. Yes, this is a, it turns into Sydney. Like, <laughs> yes. like, like, I'm going home. I'm watching yes. it right now. Like, surprise. I'm adding it to my queue on my phone. <laughs> um, it's very more, it's, it has a more like upbeat and happy, hopeful ending than I think people are used to for a horror film. Um, but it's like one of those things, too, where it's like people are always upset when things don't end the way that they want, they think yeah. it should end. And it's like, well, that doesn't make it a bad film. That yeah. just means just, that like, but also you, if, we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. yeah. On other podcasts of like, just because it's not what you want it to be. Doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. And, then, and then if it does end the way you want it to be, you'd be like, Oh, I saw that coming. Yeah. It's like you can't please can't some win. people. What if it just doesn't end? <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> or it, what if you're in it? It stops. But well, that's no like, that, that's, ba- that's, <laughs> you know, that's basically supernatural. It's like had its 300th episode. So just keeps going. Is that the one with the, with the guy from Gilmore Girls, yeah, in it? yeah. Guys. How many? How many seasons is that? Thirteen. Fourteen or something. They must be making so much money. Oh my god, they make good money. Um, so I just watched the, the dude's house on YouTube for some reason, and it's pretty nice. You just watched his house on YouTube. He did There's a like tour. a live feed of his. Yeah. House. <laughs> no, no, he he did a tour of his house in Austin. It was pretty nice. Um, so I, I mean, we should wrap things yeah, up. Wrap, There's just yeah. a couple names I want to throw out here that I think are big shows that we didn't touch upon, and maybe if either of you have seen them, Narcos. Did anyone see Narcos? I watched so a couple watched episodes. It. I need to finish it. It's really good from what I saw. Yeah. Um. So someone told me that someone gets raped with a machine gun in that <gasps> show, and I was like, mm, I don't need to watch that. But I have heard that it's very good from everyone who watches it. Yeah. Uh. And then, see, I... Did you guys watch, um, what is that show? With the two girls, Broad City? I love that show. So you know the, um, guy who plays the gay Hispanic friend? Yeah, Jaime. Hi. So yeah. my hair, I went to get my hairdresser, and she was watching Narcos, and I saw him. What? <laughs> He's in Narcos? He's in Narcos, wow. but he plays, like, a serious character. I can't. So I'm, like, watching it, wow. I'm like, this isn't very, I think he gets a comedy, because I think he only does comedy. Yeah. I'm like, this show isn't very oh, funny. Yeah. I was like, just thinking about on? them, like, smoking weed and listening yeah, to the whole, it was the whole so, time or something. Just a, just a warning, when you watch it, like, okay. Not a copy. <laughs> the the ep the one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So I watched the pilot of of Broad, Broad City, uh-huh. like a couple years ago when everyone was going nuts for it. And I was like, I don't get it. So I texted a friend of mine who loves that show. And I was like, I don't get it. He's like, watch the episode where she gets her teeth removed. Oh. And that's one of the funniest fucking things I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> when they're in the Whole Foods, you remember this scene? And she's hallucinating because she's on the painkillers. Oh yeah. And that giant <laughs> blue animal is there helping her shop. Manuka, honey. I'm just trying to, I'm looking at a list of Netflix shows seeing if there's anything that we probably should mention or people will get mad at us for not mentioning it do you guys have any thoughts on that uh, there's so the many there's of so them many. I, I, I think we oh Troll Hunters I actually really like Troll Hunters so when my son was born um, I, we would do this thing where my wife would stay up with him from uh I think like up until midnight, I would sleep during the day and then I would be up from him with him until from midnight until six in the morning. And he would sleep a lot of that time because he was an infant, obviously newborn. So I would just watch movies and TV. But it, kind of these were the first movies that he was watching. So I wanted to be like, oh, they should be good. Uh-huh. Right. So I, and I, when I was a kid, I loved monster movies. So I watched a lot of Guillermo del Toro. So I'm like, okay, this will be a good like first movie for him. And Troll Hunters is a Guillermo del Toro produced Netflix show that is a cartoon about a kid 
who becomes the first ever human troll hunter who's who has to hunt bad trolls so he's like this kid in like this small town that looks like it's in the valley or is like pasadena or something who has to start like he goes into this magical world it's like a very Guillermo del Toro-esque thing but it's a really good show ah. um, is it I a got, kid show or yeah it's like, a kid show oh, it's animated but I got caught up in it and I really liked it uh, I don't know there's like so many of them I never even heard of a lot of these I mean I think we hit the big ones right yeah so if, if we miss something leave a comment and uh, we maybe whole, eventually we'll do another one I where think we, we talk about movies I think we should do a movies. whole podcast on Sensei I mean, you'd make, be the I'll only make one talking. everyone watch it. You'd be the only one talking. You would like it. There's orgies. There's violence. Yeah. <laughs> That's right up your alley. It's just your like, hobbies. I mean, it's just like what Mike does every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't need to watch my yeah. own life. <laughs> I can just like think about it or close my eyes. I need something to break the monotony. <laughs> well, thanks for of listening. Of the orgy and violence. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you've gotten this far and you have a favorite Netflix show, or if you think we're wrong, leave some comments. Tell yeah. us. Tell us the deal. Otherwise, thanks, Tasha, for maybe dating now. Yes. Tasha's series will be the next big, big Netflix, Netflix series. Show that we talk about. And that'll we'll be talk the next thing it. we can talk There'll about. While she's like rich orgies. and famous and we're sitting here in this basement doing a podcast. What the basement? We're well, in the third Whatever. Floor. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye.